Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. and kittens how's everybody doing i hope they're doing good because i know i am you are i am I, are I, you sure i did i played golf today oh I did there some, we go i did some i did all the notes for the show tonight oh Both shows. look at you mr go-getter and everything cooked you breakfast this morning oh yeah you did that was delicious yes all right. Well, welcome to another edition of Bold Nights Out, the only podcast in the city to give you where to go, what to do, where to eat, drink, sleep, and a little dating info. Uh-oh. Dating info. Uh-oh. Um, all right. So, what's going on with Bold this week? We did a couple of new things. We, um... We're missing our morning show for the next two weeks, so after October, on October 7th, tune back in for our very first, our second episode of Bold Mornings. Why don't you just say it's your first episode, because the first one was a pilot. It was like a beta test. Yeah, it was a beta test to see how it was going to go. And it went really well. We had like 300 views, so yay! Good for you. Um... And we had talked about this week on the blog, Equest is opening at Pittsburgh Public Theater, um, and we'll be seeing that next Thursday, and it's opening the end of this week, and we also talked about um, how amazing Topless was, that was a great showing for that, I got to watch the online stream, and we got to see some other things go on this week, um... Yeah. Oh, fall festivals. You want to know what to do during this pumpkin season? Amanda Cooney had the scoop for you. It is on the blog of Sorgles, Track, Simmons, all the farms, and what you could do there. That's good, because we need to know these things. <laughs> that is true. We definitely need to know these things. Um, so... We just, um, sorry, I'm looking at some volume levels. Okay, so, this week, wow, it's beautiful weather. That means get out. It might be your last chance. Yeah, pretty much. Um, today was beautiful, 87 degrees. Tomorrow's supposed to be beautiful, another 80 degree day. It's going to go down to 60s for a little bit. Uh, and when I mean 60s, like 67, 68. And then you're back up into the, the, the low to mid 70s. Uh, I look out the weather for 10 days. I think there's one day of rain in there. So, totally get out. Do something outdoors. Uh, I have something in the events that we're doing that's a complete outdoorsy thing that we'll tell you about. Uh, and as you're hearing this, tonight will be the last Buccos game of the season at home. Yes, as you're hearing this, tonight's the last home Buccos game. If you watched so, Tuesday night's snag. game... Snag $5 tickets and go eat a hot dog Snag outside. Snag $5 tickets. <laughs> go on game time. They've been a dollar for like the last three weeks now. And just go and eat a hot dog outside and watch game. Watch the uh, the pirate, the parrot make an ass out of himself and watch a pierogi race. Yeah. 
Because I don't even think they did. They did fireworks and everything last weekend. Yeah, they did fireworks, all the giveaways, pretty much everything that last weekend. They're playing the Orioles, American League team. You don't get to see them very often. Um, you know, Tuesday night's Pirate game was pretty awesome. Kutch did a lot of good stuff um, that we're going to talk about in Bold Sports uh, that we'll actually be recording after this here shortly. And a lot of other good stuff in sports this week, Pittsburgh sports. Um, so you're going to have to listen to that on Thursday <laughs> uh, when that comes out to find out what we talk about there. Yes. So let's kick off where we always do. What are we drinking? We are drinking Hazadelic Juice Grenade. Now we've already talked about this quite a few times But on the we podcast. love it so much. It's a fucking amazing. Mm. I mean, this could very well be the last time we taste it for the summer. Uh, I think they might be keeping this. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. We Hopefully. hope so. So, the Hazes are just going to this from Grist House Brewing that is in Millville. If you guys have not been, please go. It's a phenomenal space. Uh, also, outdoor. Big outdoor patio. Big outdoor section. They have food truck there just about every night of the week. It's amazing. They have an indoor area as well, but we like the outdoor side. So, with this uh, New England style IPA, it's super hazy. Um, it's explodes in your mouth with creamy notes of orange and mango. Finishes with a smooth and inviting bitterness that makes you ready to pull the pin out of your next pint. Now, let me tell you, that's what Grist House wrote. I'm going to tell you what I think. You definitely get the nice juice. Um, citrus right off the nose of it. You do get that little bit of a hop off the nose. Mmm. Nice, good hop flavor to it. Nice juiciness. It's kind of like a juice bomb going off in your mouth. Um, and it's full flavor. Very nice. Um, nice and supple. Amanda's not a big IPA fan, and she loves this beer. Well, this is, I've said it before, that this is like a drink-all-day beer for me. Right, it's 6.2 ABV. It's sweet. It's 6.2 ABV, not too high. Uh, 60 IBUs, which is not over the line for you anyway. Uh, It is a great beer, and again, it's called Hazadelic because you cannot see through the beer. It is hazy. It kind of looks... It's gonna get have that look of a uh, of a German Hefeweizen, uh, but definitely takes on that flavor of the IPA, and and it's just amazing. I, I like it. it a lot. I'm very happy with this beer, and we picked it up at Whole Foods South Hills. Yes. Instead of at the actual brew house, but we did just have it at the brew house. We did just have it at the brew house a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. We were out there putzing around, having seeing some friends of ours. Um, from Pittsburgh Libations. Um, so we went to Whole Foods yesterday, just kind of putts around. We found some amazing beers. Some of the pumpkin beers are out already. My favorite was there. Yeah, and we'll the talk Ichabod. about that next week. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll, yeah, the Ichabod is that you picked up a couple bottles of that. That's definitely not a local brew, but we found one on tap for you from a local. Brewery that we will talk about next week because I procured us some. Yay! And I really, really liked it yesterday. Yes. It was so good. Um, All right. And you you did all the notes. So 
where to eat this week, you picked my favorite breakfast spot in all of the well, area. Well, here's the thing. The reason why I picked this is because the week is going to be so beautiful. Um, pretty much uh, OTB at the Boathouse in North Park. So kids are back in school. You have that midweek day off like we do. Uh, we get to go out midweek and relax and chill when everybody else is at work and find all the fun things to do. They have that huge, huge deck uh, that's right there on the lake. We've been there before. We've talked about it before here in the podcast. It's that beautiful time of year. The leaves are starting to change. I was playing golf today, and leaves are starting to change. Like, it said 87 degrees out, but leaves are starting to change. Mother Nature's like, you know what? It might be hot, but I'm still giving you color in your life. Uh, also, they're starting to fall, too. And um, so we have the so OTB. We know they have food out there. They have some vegan options, vegetarian options. My favorite breakfast. She loves the breakfast. And they actually do breakfast out there seven days a week, I believe. Yes. So I snuck out on a Wednesday morning at like 10 o'clock. I was able to sit on the deck and eat waffles. Yeah. And eggs. And wasn't it like September? It was like September. October or something like that? It was so good. And drink hot coffee. They let me stay for hours. The lady was like, it's not busy. I'm not being sent home. You can stay as long as you like. Yeah, because they, they staff accordingly. And I was like, oh, trust me, I, top really, really, I tip really, really well. And she's like, I don't care. Stay as long as you like. So I had a notebook and a couple, and like, I drank probably a pot of coffee. Well, they go ahead and they staff appropriately so that they're not going to have yeah. 10 servers on on a Wednesday But afternoon. it was dead. It was so, like, it wasn't dead as in the fact that it was, like, obviously nobody. But it was not, like, packed to where they had to flip my table. Right. Which was nice. That's always so, good. Use the No Wait app as you head out there, by the way. Totally. Definitely because do that. Because they will put you in line on the No Wait app, no matter what. So if you think you're like going to make your way out to North Hills, just hop on the No Wait app about five, about like, you know, right as you're ready to leave from South Hills, and you should be falling right in line if they are busy. Also, go there for dinners. Dinners during the week are awesome. Uh, they is, have an amazing craft beer line. They have an amazing too. craft beer line. We were able. We're all. That's forever changing. Uh, also, they have the OTB uh, Bicycle Cafe in, in South in Southside, uh, which again has a forever changing craft beer selection. Uh, great cocktails. Uh, that's a good atmosphere as well. You have the outside area there that uh, you can like sit on like the little bicycle seats in the outside bar area, I believe. So yeah, but definitely we like the boathouse. Uh, it is phenomenal. That's why I wanted to get into somewhere to go with like a patio because it's our last big week. And so where to drink this week? I have listed as any patio out there or deck. Yeah. It might be your last chance. What What did I say to you last night? I just wanted to oh, get out. I just wanted to get I out. I wanted to get to the city and I wanted to sit on a patio and have a cocktail. Right. It's a shame it was Monday night. You're listening. We're recording this on Tuesday. It was a shame it was Monday night because most places are closed on Mondays. So I was pretty bummed that we couldn't, like, just hop on the trolley and be downtown. I mean, like... we could have, but by the time we were going, it would be a 30-minute trolley ride down. Not that that is an issue, but, um, you know, we, we were only going out for one or two. We didn't want to make a two-hour process out of a cocktail. Right. Because we would have jumped on the trolley, went down. We, we were planning on going to Southern Tier or the Foundry, somewhere on the North Shore. Um, and then... You know, having a drink or two and then coming back home. I mean, that, that, that was like a two-hour process. And that's where we just like, well, let's go over to Whole Foods and see what's going on there. And we can just like sit out there and have a drink. 
Which you can sit outside of Whole Foods and drink, by the way. Yeah, we didn't. We just grabbed we just grabbed a little taster and sat at the Yeah, bar we grabbed there. a couple tasters and went and made some beer decisions. Yeah, it was nice. But uh some of the top patios we got the beer garden downtown. Uh on top of the the Hotel Monaco. Which will be closing shortly. And you have um the new Harris Grill on fourth has a whole upstairs open rooftop. Rooftop. Um Sienna Mercado. Uh, with El Teto up top, um, you also have Six Pen. Six Pen has one. Six Pen Kitchen is a beautiful. Um, if rooftop. you're up for a little bit more partying and you're a younger crowd, the Sky Bar, but they stay open year round because they have a glass top they and glass retra- sides. Well, so it, they it, well retractable. Stay open they have a retractable roof too. So does El so, Teto. So does El Teto. So you do have those choices still for a beautiful night out. Um, if you're younger, Sky Bar is very awesome. Uh, I went there. It's a lot of fun. I just kind of sat in a cabana and drank a bottle of champagne. So Yeah, you know, you cr- cross the river, cross two rivers over, you have the Foundry has a beautiful outback patio. Mm-hmm. Same as Bettis Grill. Um, All those restaurants right there along the waterfront. Along the water. Uh, yeah, it, Tilted Kilt, I really would suggest it. Uh, personally, uh, River, Rivertown Brewing. McFadden's, if you're younger, Rivertown Brewing. Also, right there on Federal Street, um, local. Uh, you have local and um, the Beer Head the Bar. The Beer Head Bar, uh, Steel Cactus, Atrias, they, uh, Slice on Broadway, the Slice on Broadway of PNC Park. They all have outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. outdoor areas there it, just because the pirate games are ending doesn't mean you can't go over there and enjoy what's there is to offer exactly um exactly you know th- and if you notice when there's nothing going on the one side of north shore is busy and the one side isn't yeah um <laughs> we'd flock to the non-busy side <laughs> we do don't forget about shiloh girl mount washington uh their sister restaurant harris girl on shady side on ellsworth uh, there's a few things, you know, there's a few patios everywhere. Everybody, not everybody has one, but the ones that do have one are always hopping. Yeah. Also, remember to use your patty, patio etiquette, which we've talked about previously. Yeah, don't complain if there's a fly in your beer. Exactly. It happens. You're outside. It does. Uh, but yeah, folks, this is Pittsburgh. We get about... Put a napkin over your beer. Right, there it is. Put a napkin over your beer. That's not just the international signal for I'm going to the bathroom or I'm going outside to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> that is also, I don't want a bug to get my beer while I'm outside. True. Um, but folks, it, it's a beautiful week in Pittsburgh. This is some of the best time of year. October, September, October, November are some of my favorite months in, in Pittsburgh. Um, you get that warm weather. You get the nice little chill at night. Um, so Amanda's over here sweating. I know. It's hot in here tonight. <laughs> Uh, I turned the air conditioning off and opened the door. Yeah, it's hot in here now. So at that moment, we're going to take a break, and I might have to turn the air conditioning back on, and we're going to come back and tell you about some events this weekend and what's going on. Our first event's going to be a big one, though. So stay tuned. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. 
That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. All right, and we are back. Let's crack into some events. Let me handle this first one because it's kind it's, of super it, important to it's me. It's super important to you. It is super important you to me. You get in on that. So this weekend is PodCamp Pittsburgh. If you have never been to PodCamp, here's the deal. It is the one and only conference that's an unconference, and I'll explain this to you. So we have a two-day conference Friday night. Can you night. explain this to me like I'm a four-year-old? Yeah. Thank you. So when I eat, so it kicks off Friday night with a meet and greet. That show up, drink some beer, meet other podcasters, bloggers, and social media influencers in the city of Pittsburgh. On Saturday morning, we kick off the full conference with a keynote and then classes all day long. Um, you'll learn social media 101, blogging 101, podcasting 101, and then some other fun classes in there. Um, like last year, I taught one on how to make your photos not suck. Uh, great. I taught you how to use a camera phone in, like, in settings. I take that class every time we go to an event. So, then, um, Saturday night is an after party, which you'll have to go to the site for more information on this, because River's Edge has taken it over as their part, as, like, in, in hosting the after party. Really? So, yeah, so, because we're tying it in with International Podcast Day. Kind of cool, right? On Sunday, we are switching things up. We used to do classes all day Saturday and Sunday sessions, and we decided not this year. Instead, you will pick a track, and you will have podcasting, blogging, or social media track. And you will go to these rooms, um, like the podcasting one, you can sign up and do a like 30-minute session of podcasting. Or you can troubleshoot, ask questions, learn about things. And then on the, like the blogging room, which I'll be heading up, if you want to start a blog, I'm going to show you how to get started in Squarespace. I'm going to be there for all the questions for eight hours and even help you start writing your first posts. So you can, it's basically a co-working day that you will have somebody who is a coach, amateur coach to be there to bounce ideas off of, ask questions, other idea, other people have the same questions, so on and so forth. I will be personally working on my own blog for the full eight hours and some other writing. So it's just going to be a great time for you to come over and ask, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? There will also be, like, a social media day, a social media track where you can get signed up for your social media classes. You are signed up for, like, all of your accounts. Learn how to use um, ticks and tricks and tools. And, like, if you want to learn how to use Buffer and things like that, we can get into that, too. Um, it is an unconference in this way. If you go to a session and you feel like you're not contributing or you're not getting anything from that session, you are free to get up and go. Yes. Or start your own session. So it's kind of like a free kind of conference for the weekend. Oh, and the ticket is free. Yeah, and I've seen... No money. In the last few years of helping you out with this and helping the swords out with this and so forth, I've seen anywhere from... One to two people in a class to 40 people in a class. Yeah. And also the whole um, pod cam itself, I've seen them larger, I've seen them smaller. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody hopes to keep it large and keep it going. Yeah. So. 
So, also starting up this weekend, uh, opens Friday, is Phantom Fright Nights. We're going to have a discount coupon code on our website for this. We are. So, you can come back and check out our social media and our website for a discount code for discount tickets for Phantom Fright Nights. Um, these are Kennywood tickets. Kennywood transforms into a landscape for some of the greatest horrors you've ever seen. Opening night of Phantom Fight Nights is Friday night, and a mortifying experience only Kennywood. Now, you can still ride the rides those nights. The water rides are obviously all closed now for the season because it's getting chillier. But you can still do things like ride the Thunderbolt, ride the Racer, um, all that stuff is going on. We're going to be out there October 8th doing some live Instagram videos. So if you want the coupon code, check that out this week. Or well, we should have it up in the next 24 hours, the coupon code, to get tickets in advance for Phantom Fright Nights. You are seriously, you wrote down one of my favorite TV shows, and I was like, oh, you're telling everybody just to watch it. And I'm like, there's seriously a watch party. So Will and Grace is coming back to um, TV. NBC to be exact. NBC to be exact. And, um... It's not just coming back to, like, Netflix or Hulu. This, this is, it is actually coming back to NBC. This is one of those shows that I actually liked watching uh, when it was on in the 90s and into the early 2000s and so forth. If you don't know the background of Rule and Grace, you better start going on Netflix and watching some old episodes. They just released all of them on Hulu. Oh, there it is. She knows more than I do. All the seasons but are on Hulu. Will and Grace is an amazing, funny show. So, um, 5801 uh, Video Lounge and Cafe out in Shadyside on Ellsworth. It's 5801 because it's at 5801 Ellsworth. Um, they're having a Will and Grace watch party that starts on Thursday, whenever the show goes on, on September 28th. Um, and it's 8 o'clock each week. Um, and they have the watch parties. They're going to have it every week. Oh my god, that's yeah. so amazing. So currently right now on Thursdays, they are holding... They're running They're running previous episodes. That's awesome. So the new episode... I, I think they've been running previous episodes just on Thursdays. I think it's been like an all-day thing. And they're going to finish up next Thursday with the last episode they had. And then they're going to start at 8 o'clock with the new episode that's coming out. So, if you've never been to 5801, it's quite a fun... Is this this Thursday or next Thursday? This Thursday. As in tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. Um, so, if you've never been to 5801, it's quite a, um experience. There's a few different levels in the area. Uh, there's a smoking level. There's a non-smoking level. There's an outside deck. Um, it's quite an experience. It's a fun time. My mom and dad and I go after uh, Outrageous Bingo. Uh, whenever I go with them, we go over for cocktails afterwards. So there's a bunch of other people, but it is definitely a uh, fun time. I just saw that as like a funny event and something that would just be pretty mm -hmm. fun to do. Um, so speaking of comedy, cocktails and comedy with a cause is at the Allegheny Inn Saturday night at 6 p.m. This is Gab Bethsnow is raising um, proceeds for, is it saying for, Prasad Center. Um, which is a center against bullying, um, is hosted by Yajagoff, um, Colin Chamberlain, Yassi Bruno, um, Howard Lester. Um, they're all going to be performing as well as Gab Besno. It is 
They will have small bites and light cocktails all at the Allegheny Inn. And if you don't know, the Allegheny Inn is on Cedar Avenue in North Shore. It is North a side. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bed and breakfast. So you can go check it out, get a little dressed up, be a little swanky, and go check it out. And you can get more information on that on Facebook um, and sign up and get more information. Uh, what is um, Juicy Brews Festival? Juicy Brews Festival is going to be October 1st, which is this Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it is going to be held at Dancing Gnome. Uh, 925 Main Street in Sharpsburg. And it's uh, Hop Culture and Dancing Gnome are proud to announce the Juicy Brews Beer Fest. Get ready for two sessions of juicy, hoppy, and fruit-forward ales from local favorites and get some of our favorites from out of town. We have seven guest breweries uh, coming from five different states, all of which have never poured in Pittsburgh and all of which are brewing fantastic beers. Um... We're going to have Dancing Gnome, uh, Alson Beer Company, Ocelot Brewing Company, uh, Magnify Brewing, Seventh Sun Brewing, Hoof Hearted Brewing, Triple Crossing Brewing, Grist House, Single Cut Beer Smiths, and Voodoo Brain. I bet you Grist House brings this Hazy Dog Juice Grenade with them to this. Um, there's also the other one they do, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, tickets will go on sale online at 12 p.m. on Friday, September 1st. Uh, which was a while ago. Uh, cost is $50 each. Includes a limited edition festival tasting glass, unlimited pours from the above breweries, a food voucher, and overall good times. Uh, it'll be held in two uh, intimate sessions of 200 people each. So definitely, if you got something to do on Sunday, if you don't have anything to do on Sunday, go out to the Juicy Brews Fest. That sounds like fun. It does. Now, the last one that we have, and I told you about at the beginning with the being so beautiful out, you just have to check this out. Free kayaking. Woo! It's Customer Appreciation Night hosted by Kayak Pittsburgh. This is going to be uh, at Riverfront, uh, Riverfront Park in Aspenwall. Uh, that's their location over there. They just did a new uh, boat launch there in the beginning yes. of this year and a place to rent kayaks. They did. They totally did. You don't have to stick to the point or North Shore or North Park anymore. Um, so thank you for making the summer, uh, making our summer one for the books. So on Friday, September 29th, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., join them for free kayaking at Aspenwall Riverfront Park. If you can totally take advantage of that, I highly suggest you do. Um, I might be able to take advantage of that. I don't know about you. I know I'm off Friday. I am. And then we have... Well, I have an event. We have the Meet and Greet Pod Camp Friday night. I have night. an event. Have I have another event. event. You have another event? There is a book signing, Uh-oh. which I can bring this up because... Um, hold on, let me find the information here. Uh, Friday night, there is a book signing. Um, Emily Marco, who is who writes books about visualization... Um, and she also does, um, she can hire her as a visualizer. So she can help you, um, like, 
visualize your plans and like draw it out. It's it's really kind of cool. I've seen her do her her thing before, um, and now I'm really trying to find the actual event, and now I'm failing. Wide Awake, it's called. So Wide Awake, a family-friendly interactive book launch party. This is Friday night from 6 to 8 at the Andrew Carnegie Free Library and Music Hall, Beachwood Avenue in Carnegie. Um, tickets are available. Emily Marco is passionate about you having a good night's sleep. For years, she struggled with getting all the thoughts out of her head so she could rest. Good news for you, Wide Awake, her new interactive book will help you solve your problems. Created with you in mind, the workbook-style chapters will help you identify your sleep type and take action, action to get the sleep you deserve. Why attend a launch celebration for the book, Wide Awake? You need a fun night out. The Wide Awake party is something a little different from the typical dinner and movie date. Not only is the event family-friendly, but also child care is provided so you can enjoy it like an adult. Um, flexible. Child care, who we've talked about before on the podcast and the blog, is providing child care. Um, participate in fun activities that will help to help you calm your mind, learn some fun facts about sleep, and discover your unique secret formula for a good night's sleep. Um, so, the Wide Awake book launch is family friendly. The kids' PJ party will feature activities and snacks, plus child care will be provided by Flexible Providers for ages two and up. Each adult ticket includes two free kids tickets. So if you want more information about this, go to Facebook and look up Wide Awake, a family-friendly interactive book launch party. We'll have more about this leading up and talking about the, uh, the book on our website. Because I'm going to go Friday night and check it out, at least for a little bit. What time is that? Six to eight. What time's? Meet and greet is five to seven, something like that. I don't know. Uh, six to nine. So I have time to do both. Okay. So we'll 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 probably pop into both events. <laughs> um, knowing me. <laughs> we'll play it by ear. See how it um, goes. Do check out our Instagram um, because I have an event that I'll be attending tonight at Or the Whale again. Uh, we will be meeting Byron Nash, um, a little meet and greet, hearing some of his great music, I'm sure. And we're actually going to be writing a piece on him for Pittsburgh at Large next month. So you can check that out on our Instagram tonight. We'll be at Or the Whale and Evangeline, so that'll be something to check out. That's going to be a good time. I'm kind of upset I have to miss that one. It'll be okay. I'm kind of excited about it and i believe also i do see i think it's the second to last oh um, one of my favorites of the undie bike rides we've talked about them before here on the podcast it's gonna start uh thursday september 28th so tomorrow at 8 30 p.m at the corner of 46th and butler in lawrenceville uh, around eight o'clock plan to start your ride uh the parts at 8 30 um they always end up at penn brewery um and hanging out in the beer garden and having some brews and all over the brewery. It's not for kids. It's for adults. You ride your uh, bike. I would say it's for kids, too. Eh, not all the time. But, you know, 
the on the bike ride, I mean, it like depends I said, on how much you care about it, it your kids seeing that. It depends on how much you care about your kids seeing people in their skivvies. Um, I personally wouldn't care. My kids would think it's hilarious. Correct. My son would too. My my kids would be like, "Can we go?" And so the only bike ride it, it, promo- it promotes um, self body positivity and everything else like that. Uh, it's a great event. It's always fun to see everybody riding around town in your underwear riding bikes. It's awesome. So go ahead and um, give that a check out. If you like, just stand around town and watch them ride by. They'll go right through the middle of downtown. They'll loop up through Market Square. And everything else. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. We're going to take our last break and then kick off our. He said. She said. And this will be the time to usher the kids away and tell your boss to put on his headphones because it's not safe for work. No, it is not. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That, How do you know that? <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 books. or so. <laughs> I, used to, I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, Bags, Tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. Okay, folks. Welcome back. And it's time for our last part, the good old... He said? She said, where we give you dating advice, the Yinzer style. This comes from two people who have been in a relationship for a very short period of time, but have also been through the ringer with the rest of the relationships. So... What, you call us being in a relationship for a short period of time? uh, Under 10 years a short time. Okay. So, I love how you misspelled my name. We need to have a discussion how do you spell my name? Queen. Q-U-E-E-N. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. Um. Ooh, I like your topic. Ooh, you got a little raunchy on this one. I mean, not raunchy, but I mean. So, is there a point in time in your relationship that you, A, should or should not schedule sex okay i make it a very funny point about this because we do has a we do have a designated time where we do do the act but it's only once a week and it's a joke now it's a joke now that it started out as hilarious and then it was like oh well now it's just become our thing that that one time during the week we do that the rest of the time isn't scheduled. However, I always find it funny because I'm a very busy woman. And I'm usually the first person to fall asleep at night. Like, 11.30, my head hits that pillow and I'm out. And then I feel bad because you're like, I'm sure at like 2 o'clock in the morning, you're like, man, I could really tap that right now. And I'm, of course, I'm over there snoring like there's nothing. Correct. And- <laughs> there are those times where I'm like, I bet you she wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I think I would notice, but I probably wouldn't mind. And there has been times that you have done that at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and there are times that you've done it in your sleep. And if I'm in my sleep, I really don't know, and I'm not held up accountable for anything. That's always the funniest part, because then you'll finish, and then you'll start snoring again. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I'm like, that was like a drive-by fucking. Right. I don't even know what that was. 
And then I think it's funny because I'll wake you up the next morning and be like, did you enjoy last night? And you'll be like, why? What happened? And I'll be like, you had sex with me in the middle of the night. And you're like, uh, I did. I, mean, I was sleeping. Once and then I'm, I'm like, asleep, man, now I, I feel bad because it must not have been that good. Yeah, once I'm asleep, I really have no... You have no control over your body. The funniest thing was the one night you actually thought it was a dream and you were having sex with me. <laughs> and you woke up and you're like, man. I was like, so, did you enjoy last night? And you're like, yeah. And I, you're like, what did I do? And I was like, we had sex, like, completely. And you were like, man. That wasn't a dream? That wasn't a dream? And then you're like, but in my dream, we were on, top, uh, like, a hood of a car. And I'm like, well, nope, we were in our bed. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes. Um, But scheduled sex. I'm okay about it. I... I... Like I said, we, we we personally have it as like a little running. It started off as a joke, and now we just roll with it. And but no, honestly, there's people out there that are like so I'm busy down and for, so yeah. I will rewind and I will say I'm down for saying like every Wednesday night at like ten o'clock the phones need to be shut off. And, like, so does the television, and we need to have one-on-one time. Whether that leads to sex is another thing, or if it's just us laying there, like, talking and listening to music. I'm totally cool with that. But I'm not down for us being like, all right, we have one hour, let's fit it in, and let's go. Because you're not a robot, neither am I. Well, and that's where you have a lot of, like, our friends that have kids that are seven and eight. And they are like... Oh, well, this one's at this practice, and this one's at the other practice. You have to go pick them up. You have to go pick them up. And literally, we have 35 minutes with a house empty with no kids. Like, that's kind of like the, you know, where they look at, like, a schedule throughout the week of, you know, families on the go. <laughs> Which is great for that couple, but I couldn't picture you and I going No, you that. and I personally couldn't do it because we're not in that situation but also i will tell you that there are nights where i'm like hey we're cooking a steak getting two bottles of wine and we're gonna do it yeah and you're like okay but i mean that night it usually starts at five o'clock the phones get shut off and yeah we have a nice dinner together and drink some wine and the next thing i know is you know we're both counting ceiling tiles but I can't picture, like, hi, we have 30 minutes, let's go. Like, I can't picture that at all. I know. I, well, we're not in that situation. Not at all. No. I, I mean, and then also the other thing is, is the whole scheduling sex is if you are actually trying to have a child. Where oh, my God. I feel so bad for those people. Where they're, like, they actually have to, like, count their... You know, their days, their hours of the out, out to the perfect ovulation and this, that, and the other thing and whatever else. I mean, you as a woman would know more than that than me. In the event you'd have, you know, if you have to get into that whole aspect of, you know, calculations and whatnot. Again, I feel bad for those as well. I do. I feel bad. Um... My two children were unplanned, not unwelcome. They were, like, just surprises. And I, but I had a friend who was going through that, where she literally was, like, on fertility. And 
she tried, they would have sex two times a day, like every day. It was just exhausting. And hearing about it was exhausting. She didn't care because she loves her man and he does, like, excite her. But it was like, um, you know, they started to wonder, like, why couldn't we just do it? And eventually, like, she quit all the fertility. She just said, like, if it happens, it happens, blah, blah, blah. And literally, like, a few months later, she went to the doctors, and she's like, something's messed up, I'm not feeling well, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, yeah, congratulations. You're, like, a few months along. And it went from there. But at the same time, it was like, I felt bad because, you know, there are those couples that are like, oh, my God, we have exactly, like, one night to do this. Um... And I, it, like, this amount of time. And it, it's tough. I could never do that. No, it's it's very tough. I mean, I'm very lucky that we, there are still some times that I look at you and I go, okay, we, we really need to do this tonight because I'm really, like, hurting and we need to do it. And you kind of look at me with that face like, really? Like, you're the woman in this relationship. You're not supposed to say that. I know, right? I'm supposed to be the one that's like, go. Yeah, instead I'm the one that's like, look, I'm, I really need to do this tonight. It, I use you as a stress relief. I've been used for worse. I use you as a stress relief. I really do. Yes. Um. So yeah, if you schedule sex, great as long as it works for you. If not, please don't. It's no. the most annoying thing in the world. It is, a, it is very annoying. Unless you are really trying to have a child, then God bless you. I hope it, you succeed. Correct. Because nothing is better in the world than having a child. Well, no, that's not true. There are things as good as having children. Having fulfilling careers. Sorry, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> not having children. Oh, I didn't say that out loud either. <laughs> you, you're fine with not having kids. All right. Well, my son's 21. I mean, so, you know, I'm on a different level. My kids are so young, so yeah. Yes. All right. How to get over a breakup with someone who you know is bad for you. This was in Elite Daily. So we've all been in those relationships that were horrible for us. Either mentally abusive, sexually abusive, physically abusive. Or they're just not good people. Like, they don't return phone calls, they blow you off, they stand you up, all that stuff. Have you ever been in a bad relationship where, like, the woman was just horrible? Besides me. <laughs> um. Where you just were like, I've got to get the F out of this relationship. But it took you a while because you were, like, hooked. Yeah, one. One. For sure. One for sure, and I'm sure there was it was a long-term relationship, and I'm sure there was a few short-term relationships, and that was also when I was young and in my early 20s, and I was like, oh, let's fuck this shit, I'm out. You know, and it was like, last like, not long at all. Yeah, but <clears throat> this is one of those ones where you were just, like, hooked, and you're like, I, I, I know she's a shithead, I know she's not good for me, but I just, I can't do it. Yeah, there was one that was a long-term relationship that took a while to get out of it. 
and I knew I needed to get out, and yeah, so didn't get out, didn't get out, and finally got out. How did you get over her? I'm gonna gauge you against this conversation or this article here. How did you How did you get over her? How did I get over her? Yeah. I went out and drank a lot and picked up the first girl I found. That's a pretty male answer to that. <laughs> that it really is like a male answer. Yeah. I think that's like a more boy answer than I know what to do with. Yeah, I, I went out with my buddy, drank a lot, picked up the first girl I found, and stuck around. Yep, first one that said yes. But did you feel like you were truly over? Like the next morning, you woke up and you're like, stretch. Yep, I'm good. She's gone. No, it took about a week of doing that, of out for a week getting drunk and playing the law of averages and picking up the first girl I found and going home with her. Yep. A week's worth of just being a playboy. Yep. Wow. That's kind of really the typical male answer I expected from you. Sorry, did I did I fall into your general category of guys are douches? Um, for the most part. I mean girls are a little bit different. Um Okay. So this article says identify what bad for you means. Sometimes you're very aware that you're in an unhealthy relationship if your partner has either physically or emotionally abused you or reminds you that someone who loves you shouldn't hurt you. Violence doesn't make it easier to leave a partner, but it's extremely important that you speak to a trusted family member as soon as possible. Um, it's like... It's tough to get away from somebody who's abusive. So, I mean, that's kind of tough. The first response you get is, but nobody else is going to want me. And the second response you get is, if they're usually abusive, it's they're in control of other things like where you live, your money, how, like things like that. So it's a little bit tougher to stash money and get away and get out. Um, you always have family and you always have friends. Lean on them. Um, and even if you have $300 in your pocket, you have a family member who will take you in. Oh, yeah. Even if you have $5 in your pocket, I'm sure you could find somebody who will let you crash on their couch. Um, time to, take time to process the relationship. So, after the person leaves, you can articulate the losses. It's easier to gain perspective beyond feelings. About what's happened and why the breakup is in your best interest. So you can take five steps out of it and say, this is what's happening. It's not good for me. I need to, like, move on. And just do that. And just move on. Right? Yeah. It's getting out of that hole. It, it, saying you need to move on, knowing you need to move on is one thing. Actually doing it is different. Yeah. This is after the fact. If you can actually get away, take time to process the relationship. Meaning, like, you could see at what point did it turn bad. Um, did you act soon enough? Um, if this person is hurting you, he's going to hurt somebody else. He or she is going to hurt somebody else. So you should either, like, press charges or figure out something else. Um, 
I don't know about pressing charges unless there's something that's physically harming. Yes, if the guy, if it's a guy or girl and they're physically harming you, you should definitely consider pressing charges because it will affect the next person that they're with. Yes. Um, and if you don't think you're entitled to stuff, also get a lawyer as a friend. Because if you're married and the person is abusive, you are entitled to more than you know. Also, if you were in a non-married relationship but live together and share a household and everything else like that, it gets kind of ticky-tacky. Um, I would still get a lawyer. I was in one of those relationships where it got ticky-tacky and lived together and shared a household and so forth. And, you know, it was easier for me to just take a carload of stuff and not the truckload of stuff that she took. So it was just one of those... Was she unhealthy for you? Yes. So yes. at that point, you felt like just removing yourself and your carload of stuff was the best choice. Correct. Yeah. There's a few things that, like, we argued over where, you know, where we were arguing so much and so forth, and then it went back and forth that I was sleeping on the couch and she was sleeping upstairs, and I didn't really care about that. And then she left. I said, I'm leaving. I'm going for away for a couple days. I'm like, cool, perfect. Well, whenever she came back, she came back with, like, her family. Mm. So then I was, like, in that a aspect of I was getting ganged up on. That's always the worst when they call in the family. Yeah, so I called in mine. <laughs> now, is your family your friends, or you actually called in your mom and dad? I called in my dad. Okay. And my dad came out and whatnot because I was getting ganged up on. At that point of, like, and her brother lived with us in the house. So there was already that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then her mom and her mom's husband came out and so forth. And, and at that point, we knew that we were over with, that we were done, we were splitting up. It was just a matter of my dad coming out to make sure that, A, I didn't do anything stupid, and B, they didn't do anything stupid mm. to where they pushed me around and got me to the point where I would, like, scream and yell, and then somebody called the cops, and I'd be the one going away. Yeah, because we all know that that's how that plays out, exactly how that plays that out. That would exactly play out, because her family would be there and be like, he's the one that started this, blah, 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 boom, and, you know, and it doesn't matter what state you're in, the guy's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've only seen a few times where the women went away. Yeah. I, I, I think I've seen one. Where the woman went away? Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen one where the, the women went away. Um, and the guy was, like, physically had, like, a black eye. And so, like, the girl went away. Um, alright, what's next? Take care of yourself. I love this part. Because there's a woman crying over a um, bag of potato chips on this, like, picture of this little segment. And I laugh because, um, I always laugh because it's like, that's the first thing you do is eat a chocolate cake. No, first thing I do is drink. <laughs> the first thing we did was, as women, is we eat a chocolate cake. Okay. Don't lie. That's what we do. 
I'm not a woman, so um, I don't know. As a guy, so I go and drink. Take care of yourself. Activity is the best thing that you can do. So go and get, um, go and exercise. Get out, breathe some fresh air. You know, I can't tell you how many women, like, pack up and go to a cabin for the weekend after a bad breakup. Uh, go on a vacation. Take a weekend trip. Get out. Get out of town. Um, take them out of your life equation. Uh, delete them off your social media. Erase their phone numbers. If they have friends that are friends that are on social media... Uh, and you have them as friends on your social media, you may want to consider either unfollowing them or getting them off of your social media, too. Yeah. Friends of exes are icky. Very icky. You know, it depends on if they were your friends and your ex was friends with them or if they are your, your ex's friends and you were friends with them. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I If I look on my social media... How many people I have on there that are exes that are now currently married and happy and live lovely ever after lives with picket fences and two dogs and a cat and two kids? You know, uh, there's a handful. You know, I, you know I, it doesn't bother me. Whenever my ex-wife and I got divorced, you know, I went ahead and a lot of her family and friends went ahead and just instantly, like, deleted me from, like, their newsfeed on Facebook. It bothered me at the first. It didn't, and then after I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, there's still some friends of hers that are uh, on there that I'm, I only know them through her, and they haven't deleted me off Facebook yet. It also you depends know. on who actually pays attention to that. Yeah. You know. Like, they probably didn't care. I mean, I'm, or still they friends probably with my ex- like- I'm still friends with my ex wife on Facebook. I mean, I see my ex wife every time I go shopping. At a particular store. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I talked to I her. Honestly I honestly probably her. have probably about 10 people on my Facebook page that are ex-boyfriends. And I just, I'm okay about it. The one, it took a little while to add him because he was a jerk when we broke up or when we quit seeing each other. Well, that's your own person. And I was like, I really don't want to add you again because you were a dick. And it took, like, seeing him face to face to be like, Okay, we're kind of over it. I was dumb and young, and so were you. Kind of thing. You know? And of course, we're exes. Yeah. We broke up for a while. We did. 15 years. Uh. (laughs) So, anyways. So, that's... So, I agree with that article. I don't agree with your way. No offense. What? Getting drunk and banging the first guy who would take me home. <laughs> I don't... I guess I don't work like that. Well, I, mean, I will admit, though, I after our breakup, there has been the chicks called and we've gone to the bar and drank, but I will tell you that it's not like I picked up a guy and took him home. Revenge sex. Revenge sex isn't... See, now let me take that one... I can't do it. Now let me take that one step further. When you break up with that person, that's bad for you. Mm-hmm. And so forth. And you've already went out, and as a guy, had your week, or whatever you did, you know, or even as a girl, and you left them and started your own life again and have your own place and everything else like that. 
Then when you run into them, we'll say a month or two months later, out and about somewhere, then you start talking, and then you're done and over with it. Then you go home with them, you come have revenge sex with them, get up and leave and be like, peace. Because that's awesome. I once flipped a guy a table on a guy for doing that shit. He was an asshole about things and then like he tried to be like all like a dick after we slept together and I laughed at him and said, Dude, I really didn't want you anyways. Like No no no, it's different. You were like I'm talking kind of, when yeah. you were with a long term relationship or, or even a short term relationship and you break up with them because they're bad for you and it took you time to get out. This out of your thing. Then whenever See, you run in them like two months later, and then you like go and hook up one night yeah. and have a complete and total revenge sex, and you're like, "I'm out." And they're like, "Aren't you gonna stay all night?" Nope, I'm not. No, never. I'm did out. That. Peace. Thanks. Never really did that, or had that done to me either. Did it? Ugh, that's so disgusting. Uh huh. A man is having second thoughts about. I'm not having second thoughts about you because you've a you you're a different man right now, to where you are with me in a committed relationship and you're happy. Like I don't picture you ever being like. You're not really an unhealthy relationship. You are and you're not. Mm-hmm. The unhealthy things we've worked on and gotten past. So it's like. I don't see that ever happening. So I don't, I mean, I could see that in your earlier days of your young, dumb, and 20s, but I don't see it now. Slash it. Slash it. Oh my God. Amanda sneezes and Amanda oh sneezes and coughs yeah. all at the same time. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I just don't see that. Now in your 20s, I saw it. Yeah. I can see that about you. Yeah. My 20s were spent being married and having children. Your 20s were spent having fun <laughs> and sleeping around being a playboy. Yeah. Yeah. You always have this funny look on your face whenever we, you say that because you're like, I kind of regret it, but I kind of don't. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> All right, I think that should end this week. Um, if you have a topic you want to hear us discuss on He Said, She Said, please drop us a line. DM us on any of social media or drop us an email at boldpittsburgh at gmail.com. And we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Get out, enjoy the sunshine, have some fun, do something crazy, and let us know. Enjoy your weekends. Let us know how it went. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.